Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest and real way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes from me or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff, using my own experience as a therapist and also as a messy human being myself. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn, not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Hello, I'm Mary Ellen, and I'm so excited to share some of my experiences, hear about your experiences in life, in therapy, and everything in between. I wanted to start this podcast first because I've always dreamed of being a talk show host, and this is kind of similar, but mostly because I talk about therapy all the time. I talk about self-help, self-care, mental health, all of the above, and so many people don't know what those trendy words actually mean. I've been trying to teach my parents for years that self-care is more than just taking a nap, but I still don't think they get it. I also want to use this podcast to be able to share a little bit about my experiences, my experiences as a therapist, what I learned from my clients, interesting stories that I have, all confidential, of course, and also how I navigate talking to people about the stress in their lives, dating, family, jobs, all while I'm trying to do all of that on my own through dating a slew of douchebags, going through lots of different jobs, all of that. So I'm not going to promise you that you'll listen to this podcast and all of a sudden you'll be happy and have no problems. But my hope is that you'll learn to become okay-ish. So welcome to the first ever episode. And I'm so excited that you're here. I figured for this first episode that I should start by explaining who I am and what I actually do. So like I said, my name is Mary Ellen. Contrary to how my name sounds, I'm not 80 years old. I'm 30. I am a licensed mental health therapist. It turns out everyone has a different idea of what I do. A few weeks ago, I was actually at a barbecue with a lot of musicians. My friend is a music producer. So there were all these musicians there and I was totally fangirling all over them. I was asking them who the famous people that they opened for and met and all of these things. And then they found out I was a therapist and the conversation flipped. Suddenly I felt like the famous one <laughs> because everyone had different questions and preconceived notions or ideas about what I do. And it was interesting to see how so many people had so many different ideas about what I do. And I was trying to kind of address everyone's different stigmas around therapy at the same time. So what I want to do today is dive in and chat about some of the myths about who therapists are and what therapy actually is. I'm going to go through five myths today. Let's dive in. The first myth I want to talk about is that as a therapist, no, I am not diagnosing you. It is fascinating that when people hear I'm a therapist, they become really vulnerable and nervous. I have had people literally walk away from me. They're like, oh, you're a therapist? Okay. And they do like a little like moonwalk sneak away. The facial expressions that people often give me when I tell them what I do is like I just walked in on them in the bathroom. They're like, oh. <laughs> so if they don't run away from me, the other typical response is, oh my gosh, are you diagnosing me right now? The answer is no. Aside from the fact that it's pretty unethical to diagnose someone you just met and that I don't have enough information about you, I say this with all the love in the world, but I honestly, truly do not care. 
Maybe that sounds harsh. I hope not. What I mean is when I'm at work all day, listening to people, working with others, I'm doing that. I'm at work. When I'm on my own time, I want to be on my own time. I want to focus on me, right? I want to be stuffing my face with a hot dog at a barbecue and not focusing on what's going on in your inner self. When I'm at work all day, working with people, listening to people, I love it. But when I'm on my own time, I'm on my own time. I want to be focused on myself. I want to be focused on eating my hot dog at the barbecue and not looking into the innermost workings of your brain. You're a human and I'm a human. So meeting someone, I'm not diagnosing them. I'm usually thinking, wait, what did they say their name was again? (laughs) I'm not thinking, oh, I can see from the yellow sweater they're wearing that they have emotional issues. (laughs) Of course not. Of course not. Now, I will say a caveat to that. Oftentimes, people worry that me or any therapist they meet is going to diagnose them, which I am not going to do. But if somebody's at a party or at a barbecue or I meet someone and they're acting like an ass, I'm not going to diagnose them, but I will think, oh, that person's kind of acting like an ass. But I'm just like any other human. When I'm on my own time, I want to be on my own time. So I will say this. If you meet a therapist, please don't tell them about your abusive father or your alcoholic brother. It's like going to a dinner party with a doctor and stripping down and showing them the mole you've been worried about. I do care about you. I would love to hear about what's going on with you and help you or connect you with another therapist who can help you. But again, not while I'm at a barbecue hanging out with my friends. So just be aware of that. So while I'm noting about the fact that if you meet a therapist, Don't tell them at a barbecue about your abusive father or alcoholic brother. A few years ago, I was at a bar and this guy came up to me and was flirting with me. And he was cute. He bought me a drink. He asked me to play darts. I was like, yeah, this is great. He's really cute. He seems nice. And so we get to the point where he asks me what I do for a living. (laughs) And so sometimes I kind of lie. I don't really lie, but sometimes I am... A little bit more broad so people don't ask questions so I think I said something to the effect of oh I'm in healthcare," but you know he was trying to flirt with me so he kept pressing so he finally got it out of me that I am a therapist and so mind you this guy's trying to flirt with me just bought me a drink and he goes oh my dad's an alcoholic and so I I want to be nice but I said to him okay I'm sorry to hear that he goes yeah it's really been hard And holy cow, you guys, this completely turned into a therapy session. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I feel really bad for this guy. And I hope he did find the support that he needed. But this is a very good example of what it's like to be a therapist, what it's like when therapists meet other people. He started talking about his family history and how his dad had been sober and then used again. And this horrible story that I really hope This was a few years ago, and I really hope his dad is doing better now and that he's getting the support he needs. But sometimes it is rough meeting people and having them say, oh, are you diagnosing me? I don't want people to have that preconceived notion. I don't want people to run away from me at parties. I want to meet people and get to know people. Just this past weekend, I was with some friends and, you know, one of my friends was going through a hard time. And he said, he said that I went full on therapist on him. He was going through a hard time and I just started asking some questions because I was curious. And he said, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in a therapy session. And I said to him, why? We're just having a conversation. And he was like, yeah, that's a good point, but I'm just talking about my feelings. 
And so I want everyone to know that therapy is just a conversation. Yes, it may not be the type of conversation you have at the coffee maker at your office or with your friends at happy hour, but it is just a conversation. And it was really interesting because my friend was like, wow, you're right. You're not like saying anything differently than you normally say. We just happen to be talking about my feelings and what's going on. And you're asking probing questions. That's really all it is. It should feel like a conversation. If it doesn't feel like a conversation, then maybe it's not the best fit. So it's not this like awkward, let me sit here awkwardly while you have like an x-ray machine into my the inner workings of my brain. No, it should just be like a conversation. But to conclude this myth, when you meet a therapist, they're not diagnosing you. Just like when you go to a party and you meet a doctor, they're not, they're not diagnosing you. They're not looking at anything about you. They're focused on themselves and enjoying their free time. Us therapists don't go around just diagnosing random people. That's not really how it works. So the second myth that I want to talk about today is that I do not have a big white beard that I stroke with my glasses down on my nose. I mentioned earlier that I'm that I'm not an 80 year old, but it's truly amazing how many people think that because of my name, but also because I'm a therapist that I am like an old stuffy person. That guy with the big white beard and glasses on the end of his nose, you're thinking of Freud, who is known as the father of psychoanalysis or aka therapy. But that doesn't mean we all look like that. It's interesting, all the big names in psychology that developed a lot of the theories and researched and studied psychology are all like old white men. So we've developed this idea that every therapist is going to be like an old stuffy white man. That is not true. There's a lot of young therapists, middle-aged, old, all over the board, men, women, you name it. Some therapists may look like Freud. I've never met one, but I bet some people do. I will share that I teach psychology at a local university. And so, of course, I'm talking about Freud to teach some psychological theories. And a student this past semester said to me, I kid you not, was Freud that old guy? I mean, he wasn't an old guy his whole life. But this is what people think. This is what we don't know. Because how would you know? Right? I, I don't know anything about other fields of study. So how would we know about this? The problem with psychology is that we see a lot of it in the movies and on TV and we hear a lot of these things. And so that's why I'm talking about all of this. All right. So let's move on to the third myth I want to talk about. I do not think that I have ever asked the question, how does that make you feel? I don't think I've ever asked it. <laughs> so yes, therapy, of course, is a lot about delving into and uncovering feelings I talk about feelings all day. Stick with me. You'll learn to love to talk about feelings. I promise. But that phrase that's overused in movies and TV, I don't think I've ever said that. <laughs> Therapy is not just a back and forth for an hour with you saying something and the therapist asking, how does that make you feel? That sounds pretty tedious and boring. <laughs> I am going to do a next episode next week about what to expect the first time you go to therapy, how to find a therapist, how to start therapy, and what that actually looks like, what you actually go in and talk about. So I'll address this again, because I promise you, it's not just going in and saying, how does that make you feel? Oh my gosh, you guys, that sounds so boring to me. All right, so the fourth myth that I want to talk about, you do not, I repeat, do not 
have to lie down in some sort of a chaise lounge. I don't even know if that's the right way to pronounce that. I can't tell you how many people make jokes to me about like needing to lie down on a couch or they're going through something and they're like, oh, maybe I should lie on your couch. If a full grown adult came in and laid down on one of the couches in my office, I would probably ask them if they were sick. I'd be like, are you okay? What's going on? <laughs> now, I do have one client who's a kid who lays down on my couch, but this young client that I have been working with, I've been working with for quite a long time. And we have a deal that he can take his shoes off and lay on my couch as long as he doesn't fall asleep. And he keeps talking about feelings, but it's not this, I'm going to sit behind you while you're laying on a couch and analyze your dreams. Mm, that's not how it works. I will also admit though, that I have definitely taken a nap on my couches in between sessions. That's relaxing. I'll lay down on my couch then. <laughs> so the last myth that I want to chat about today is that no, I am not going to blame your mother for everything. Most of the time, mothers are the ones who ask me that question. Of course, in therapy, I want to talk about your family, the people in your life, your loved ones. It's an important aspect of life. A really important part of therapy is kind of delving into what's kind of happened in the past that has, has led you to where you are today. But it's not my job to sit around and blame your mother for everything. And if you're blaming your mother for everything or you want to come to therapy to blame your mother for everything, it is definitely a part of my job to step in and challenge you to look at that and why are you just blaming your mother for everything? It's interesting. I hear these questions every day, all the time. And I want people to be able to have these conversations I had a friend call me recently who she wanted to fire her therapist. She liked him just fine, but she didn't kind of feel a connection and she felt that it was kind of awkward. She wanted to find someone who she could relate to a little bit more. And she called me and was so nervous about it. And was like, what do I do? What do I say? All of this. What I want to do is just change the conversation, right? It is not, therapists are not some scary people. <laughs> If you don't want to come to therapy anymore, okay, it's not my job to convince you to come to therapy. I'd love everyone to be in therapy, but I'm a little biased on that. I would love to hear about your misunderstandings about therapy. I'd love to hear your questions about what it actually is. Again, I'm not saying that everyone needs to go to therapy, even though that would be one of my dreams come true. But I want to help strip away these stigmas and preconceived notions and judgments and Help us to understand what it actually is. The other thing, I'm adding a myth. I'm going off script and adding a myth, everyone. Another myth I want to talk about, it kind of relates to what I've been talking about so far, but I'm not just going to sit and tell you to go to the gym every day. I'm not just going to be like, yeah, self-care. I feel like on Instagram and Pinterest and Twitter and all the social media things, people talk about self-care and self-help. And I'll delve into what those topics actually mean in later episodes. But for this episode, I just want to say overall that it's not, it's not as simple as that, right? It's not as simple as me saying, how does that make you feel? Or me saying, hmm, maybe you should go to the gym more often. It's just not that simple. So I want us to be aware of what we're thinking therapy is and understanding what it actually is. So this is just the beginning. 
I am so excited about this podcast. I love talking about therapy. I could talk about it all day. And throughout this podcast, I'll continue to talk about what therapy actually is. But I also want to let you know that I'm going to dive into lots of other mental health topics so that you can get some good tips and ideas about yourself, your life, understanding what this trendy word means, understanding how to make your life a little bit better, and how you can become okay-ish. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.